uh, slightly interrupted by an Uncle Mark who was in from Florida. Death Grip Mark. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever one who's here is calling Death Grip Mark because he gives a gives one of the firmest handshakes you'll get. What's worse, respectable man? A flimsy handshake or a freaking firm handshake? No, flimsy's by far way worse. No, no, I, no, I don't want to. No, flimsy's not polite. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was he was trying to he was trying to kick your ass. <laughs> well, I didn't shake his hands. So I didn't know. Oh, you're so blessed because our hands. I can't. I have to drink my beer left-handed now. Yeah. I was too far away. I was like, I just had to give the friendly nod. I lost a part of myself in that handshake. If you like a nice firm handshake, you you would like Mark's handshake. But what if you like him dead fished? If you like him dead fish, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> guys hello and welcome to the second episode of beer for thought i'm your host jeremiah and oh, Jerry's the host oh, now oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are my <laughs> all right these are my co-hosts <laughs> i'm leading off oh hello this is jeremiah <laughs> this is matt's house by the way and he's the well he's the host of the house jerry is apparently the host now he is he has deemed himself <laughs> he has crowned himself host no you guys are my co-hosts no 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 it's cool dude <laughs> No, we we give Jerry a hard time, but he's actually doing all the actual hard work and editing all these podcasts. Yeah, man. So. Wait, amidst all this, we forgot to introduce ourselves, man. Oh, that's true. I said I was going to say that, and then you absolutely interrupted. <laughs> Zach Fife. Yeah, that's me. Zach Fife. That's the man. And me, Matthew <laughs> Abeto. I'm not the host, but I'm hosting this podcast in my home. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's well. host-like. Right. What a complicated dynamic we all share here. We're all hosts in our own special yeah. way. Joined by our friend Evan Condon again. Yeah. Off in the distance. <laughs> you can faintly hear him you can mocking hear us in the background. <laughs> you can unlock his thoughts with uh, paid DLC for nine ninety nine per episode. <laughs> all right. Well, today we're doing um, Weldworks, which is super awesome because we last episode we did Albuquerque beers and. And I guess Santa Fe beer too, right? We did Santa Fe? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. We did, last we week did we did New Mexico. Mexico. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, last week we did New Mexico. And uh, and today's exciting because we get to do some brewery that we freaking love. Yes. One of the hottest breweries in the country right now. And luckily it's only about eight hours away from us. Yeah. So. <laughs> Not only, that it's only about a day's work. That's pretty away. good. Yeah. yeah. For, for New Mexico, eight hours away. It's like, it's like eight hours away. <laughs> I was, I was going to go, but there's some deep thought there. <laughs> it escaped me. So, Weldworks, Weldworks is located in Greeley, Colorado, where I was lucky enough to spend a semester of college at the University of Northern Colorado. Um, but luckily for Greeley, Weldworks is about the only thing worth going there for now. So, <laughs> founded in 2015, Weldworks has put Greeley on the map. Uh, otherwise known as just a cow town before now becoming, I feel like, a oh. beer town with Weldworks there. Yeah, that's all you need. One staple brewery. Yeah. So. Dude, this, yeah, this brewery is awesome. And then, I mean, we recently went to, to JBF, and these guys were, the line was crazy for these guys. And they yeah. had 10 beers on tap. Yeah, so beer for thought. We made a little uh, JBF trip. Me, Zach. Um, Me? Jerry. <laughs> 
Jeremiah, and then Evan, who just moved back from Denver, was up there already. So, uh, this was what three weeks? This was a month ago already. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, when we went up to Denver, we made the trek up to Greeley to go to Weldworks, and boy, was it worth the trip. <laughs> oh man, that Medianoche. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, should we get into it? Let's yeah. get let's into do it. it. All right. Let's do the first beer of the night. Matt, you want to go ahead and tell us what it is? This is... <laughs> this is the Key Lime <laughs> Berliner from Weldworks Brewing Company. Ooh. It's a Berliner Weiss style ale brewed with lactose, uh, other no, a.k.a. milk sugar, key limes, vanilla, and graham cracker. So... You immediately pop this open, and it just smells like just straight key lime, like you got a, one of those Costco key lime pies and just cut right into it. Costco is known for their key lime pie as well. I actually don't think Costco has key lime pie. Like a village in key lime pie. <laughs> for our international audience, that's, that's some place in Albuquerque. <laughs> no. Village Inn. Village Inn is... No, I don't know. It's some place. They have those everywhere. Do they? Village Inn's actually a local restaurant. So. No, it's not. <laughs> it smells like a lime sherbet. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, get, let's give it a phenomenal. whiff. Yeah, you do get the sherbet. Like a super sweet lime rind. like Just like key lime pie. It's just like that kind of like... Yeah, you get a lot of lemon. It's all good. Key lime's got that sour, sour smell, but it's not off-putting. It's a good sour. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you smell a graham cracker? I smell more graham cracker than I remember tasting. It yeah. smells delicious. Yeah, yeah this it smells is, amazing. It really just smells. It smells exactly like a key lime pie. Yeah. It's probably the best smelling beer I've, I've ever had the pleasure of smelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. Are you serious? Well, yeah, it this like this one is one. Yeah, this one is one of my favorites on the nose, and then another Weldworks one that we're opening up later, which I won't give it away, but that one. Smells amazing too. Well, before we get to those, let's give this one a try. Yeah, let's get beard. <laughs> we all oh, collectively man. took a sip at the same time. <laughs> wow! In perfect <laughs> harmony. Yep. <clears throat> that tastes like key lime pie. Tastes exactly like it smells. Like I mean, I've never had a That's beer crazy. that takes on a flavor profile like as much as this does, and according to what they're shooting for, it tastes exactly. Smells exactly like key lime pie. Yeah, you get a little bit of that lactose. That's then. crazy. It's good. I don't know how they did it. Dude, it's so good. It feels like, yeah, it just feels like they just melted down some key lime pie. And you're just <laughs> drinking the yeah, sifted key lime. That's a good way to put it. So one of the cool <laughs> things that Weldworks did this year that I don't know any other brewery that's doing it or anything <clears throat> even remotely close to what they're doing, but they, they set out a goal for the year 2018 to brew a hundred new beers, one hundred new beers, brand new to them, just to challenge themselves. I'm assuming, and to pleasure us beer fans. So, uh, I don't know what number is, over hundred. I don't know what number Key Lime Berliner it was out of that hundred, but they've made it. It's what October sixteenth today, two thousand eighteen. Already over four hundred beers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they've brewed a thousand beers this year, different beers. No, they're um, definitely over a hundred. Yeah, so they made it over 100. I think they're at 104, 105 right now, and they still have a couple months, ba- couple months left. Yeah, 106. Yeah, so 
over the last couple of days they probably I, had another release. You know that kind of that kind of makes me sad because I probably only tried ten percent of their beers, maybe fifteen percent yeah. of their beers. On here. Yeah, if you don't live in in Denver or Greeley or Denver area or anywhere in Colorado, you probably didn't try get to try half of these beers. Yeah, but they all of the beers that I've tried have always have all been. Really, really good interpretations of whatever they're going for. I kind of wish more breweries did that. Um, I, I get to having the year-round offerings and stuff like that, but I think it's cool to go into a brewery and you know there's going to be something different. Um, obviously, the beers have to be pretty good to do that, but if I think it's just something new and kind of exciting. You would expect a brewery that's pushing out a 100 different beers to have a lot of bad ones in there, but I have not encountered <laughs> any bad ones. Yeah, you would That's assume. Yeah, you're like, man, these guys are making that many beers. There's no way that any of them are actually decent. Yeah, no, that's a it's a great point. But they've all been pretty dead better good. than good. Yeah. They're all been really great. Do you know of any other breweries that are attempting anything even like that? I don't know of any. I mean, I'm sure yeah, there sure uh, probably is some. Yeah, I think 450 North kind of does that. Um, 450 North does do that, but they have a few. Well, 450 North does a lot of different interpretations of their base beers. Okay. So, like, they have their slushy, and then they do a bunch of different fruits, yeah. and they have like their um, nuggets beers and all those. So, yeah, yeah. they do do a lot of different interpretations, but I feel like they're all of the the same base beer. But anyway, regardless, Weldworks has done some crazy stuff. I mean, they've done. Let's see. A sour hop stand. It's a sour New England style IPA. They've done a pina colada milkshake. They've done a spaghetti goza, which we'll uh, talk about in a bit. It's crazy. Let's talk uh, about that one. I you want to talk about it now? No, I don't know. But I, I have some things to say. <laughs> Regardless, they brewed a spaghetti goza, okay? And it was meant to taste like spaghetti. And it did. Um, they brewed a Hawaiian punch beer uh, that is, tasted like Hawaiian punch. Uh, it tasted was, better than Hawaiian punch. That it was, was that was amazing. I it was like a complex Hawaiian punch. Like <laughs> your mama's grandma, so it would be your great grandma, brewed up <laughs> some of her homemade special recipe Hawaiian punch and she's from like Alaska or something. What about Hawaii? <laughs> That's why it was so good. <laughs> yeah. But that, anyway, that so they had that so they did that and different variations of dry hop juicy bits. Um, just crazy stuff. So anyway, they've done over a hundred different beers. It's nuts, Is and they've all been really good, from what I've had. Dude, oh yeah, I love Welch's. I'm trying to currently. I'm trying to let mine warm up because I want to try and see if I can taste more of that that graham cracker. I think oak. as it warms up, from what I remember, you do get more graham cracker as it warms. It smells amazing. Yeah, I'm not able to find a list of all the beers, but I'm not gonna list all one hundred anyway. But they've done some cool stuff. This beer's just a pleasure to drink. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so smooth. And then honestly, I I've only had another beer similar to this, and it was in uh, it was from Southern Grist, and mm-hmm. they're just they're both so good. The key lime pie and the graham cracker, vanilla. Yeah, you get you get a lot of vanilla. It's like a lime sherbet that goes into it's get that it's got a sour note at the end of it, mm-hmm. kind of makes it that key limey flavor, and then you get graham cracker. Like it's yeah, a very very subtle. small hint, but you still yeah. get it. It's crazy. I think it's safe to say this beer has like a better complexity than actual like real good key lime pie. Like <laughs> you get more different flavors out of it than actually eating pie. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, you don't have the the texture, which plays a big role in flavor, obviously. But yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing better than the texture of liquid, though. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> yeah, Z- Zach has just <laughs> dropped a graham cracker into his beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've downed mine real quick. I'm savoring it, but I could have been like done with this like five minutes ago. It's just so tasty and like it's refreshing though. It's not like how much like flavor profile. I, like even though you can get a lot of flavor, it's not hard to like drink. You can drink it so quick. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on, but it's it's incredibly smooth for for a beer that has this much it's, flavor. It's it's definitely smooth, but it, the lime is so assertive. Like you get a ton of lime. Oh it's, yeah, but so I good. think it cuts out at the right time. It doesn't linger. No, and I think the graham cracker plays a big part in just kind of like the graham cracker and vanilla at the end. Yeah, the oh, vanilla is a big, it's a joy. Big one, guys. If you haven't tried anything Royal Works. And you and you can somehow find yourself some. Make sure you get some key lime pie. Oh yeah, drive down to Denver and go to your local grapevine. Try to get you some because it's it's amazing. Yeah, super good. We've we've had probably yeah. You said fifteen percent of their beers. That number sounds about right. What if the other eighty five percent just suck? <laughs> <laughs> we just like got the best of the best. Uh, I want to see their takes and some other pies. It's a good thing we have another pie on the on the docket tonight. <laughs> we do. Nice. <laughs> It wasn't planned. It was just, you know, it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> it was planned the entire time. So next up, we have the Brambleberry Sour. It's a kettle soured wheat ale. And Evan was nice enough to bring this back for us. Uh, I believe it was their three-year anniversary party. So this is a Brambleberry Sour. Brambleberry, obviously, is raspberries and blackberries. Nearly four pounds per gallon of whole and whole raspberries and blackberry puree. Um, so Evan was nice enough to go up to to Greeley to Wealth Works. Uh, this was a couple months ago, yeah. probably eight to ten weeks ago. Yeah, it was in August. Yeah, so I would definitely roll this one because last time I had it, there was still a little bit of sludge. So he he they Wealth Works was very candid in saying that they did not want people like warming up this beer and attempting to ship it uh just because of how much fruit it was in it and uh just because it could you know ferment again in the can and they didn't want it to go bad so they made sure that to let people know it even says on the can that it contains unfermented fruit and that it must be kept cold so evan kept it cold the entire time it even says keep cold drink now that's all you know (laughs) yep so we're drinking it now this is beer number 89 of their 100 and I think I remember them claiming on their Instagram post that they they believed it was their best kettle sour that they had brewed yet. So, wow. oh, I remember when I first tasted it, it was, oh my god, it was so good. It kind of tasted like if you're local to Albuquerque, it tasted like the uh, the black and blue on steroids. Just so good. Just that sweet sweet aroma of bramble. Mm. <laughs> mm. Brambly. This is a four and a half percent ABV. I don't think we mentioned the ABV on the key lime. It's just four point two. Four point two on the key lime Berliner, which is true to style. I mean, Berliners are pretty low in ABV. I gotta say, Weldworks has one of the coolest logos too. I love their like little, what is it like a steam, steam uh, fucking, what is it? Engine. It looks like a little steam engine. Yeah, it's like a steam barrel. Steam barrel. Yeah, so yeah it looks like a barrel that's like. Like a train. Being uh, propelled by <laughs> fermentation through the air. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of cool, though. It's awesome. So when I popped this can, it like immediately erupted with like this bright pink head that dissipated really quickly. But it's like a deep, deep, like deep ruby red 
with no steady. It's just sludge. I like sludge especially. <laughs> I just poured mine and the head's already completely dissipated. So, no head. Light carb. That color is amazing. This is going to piss Matt and Jeremiah off, but it smells a little bit like emergency. <laughs> Zach really loves to compare kettle sours to emergency. It's like his favorite thing to do. Oh, I swear to God. It's probably, it smells probably like emergency. No, there's like a vitamin. Like, what is it? like? A Not saying there's anything wrong with smelling like emergency. Emergency, please I reach mean, out to us. Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> you have, I mean, there's a slight hint of minerality on the nose, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could get emergency from that, but it's not like. This beer is chock full of vitamin C. <laughs> Book it, sell it medicinally. You said that about. Steelbenders. You said dynamite. that about Steelbenders. Um, Raspberry. And I mean. Dynamite. Unlike that beer, this does not taste like emergency. Dude, no, it's so good. Yeah. This one, it's held up really well. Like, this is what? August, September, October. So, two months old. That is tart. That's and nice. It's just, just, you just taste so much fruit. It just tastes like liquid raspberries and blackberries. Yeah, it's amazing. I I think this is my favorite Weldworks beer. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I, I love, I love, I'm just a big fan of raspberries and blackberries. And it's just so good. And it, the tartness comes through. Um, real lively bright it is nice acidity to it too it's yeah it was a little more there was a little more fruit notes i think when it was fresh yeah, two months old though i know they want they want you to drink it fresh but you still get a ton of fruit like it just oh, yeah. still popping yeah oh i'm in love <laughs> it's it's so good <laughs> it, it tastes like the best strudel i've ever had strudel oh. yeah. yeah okay like, like my mama's homemade strudel Back when I was a kid, a toaster cereal. No, 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 like authentic German style. It's the ones that your mom pulls out of the freezer and pops in. No, no, no. <laughs> these are these to are the legit, my, to the legit homemade. To the toaster. You're making my mom real mad. Mom, if you're listening, <laughs> I love your strudel. You gotta leave the icing packs of the. Yeah, I love the toaster to get a little warmed up. Yeah, you know, honestly, my mom never bought toaster strudels. It was always pop tarts. I love pop tarts. It was always pop tarts for us. It was like the maple brown sugar and cherry. The, the strawberry. Cherry's the best. It's really tart. Like you get all the raspberries, blackberries, and it goes super tart. And then it finishes off with a really sweet note. Dude, it's so good. It's good. The mouth. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of, the it just kind of dances in your mouth. The taste. It doesn't just kind of like Tip go away. Toes through the taste buds. It doesn't like fade out. It just kind of keeps <laughs> going. I'll just have a sip. Of it does a little juices. Irish jig on the yeah. tip of your tongue. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's talk about how we went up to Weldworks and our experience there. I hate you. <laughs> oh, wait, Jerry. Okay, I forgot that Jeremiah. <laughs> Jerry wasn't there. Jeremiah, he wasn't able to make it up the Thursday that we went up. But Zach and I went, and Evan was there. That's right. More people than chairs. Had a great time. I do want to know, how many beers did they have on tap? They had like 20-some on tap. I think they have. Yeah, they have quite a bit on tap. Yeah, they had a ton of beers on tap and they had just released the day before their media noche and their media noche or coconut media noche, which is that was amazing. If you guys haven't tried coconut media noche, you probably won't. But it was amazing. <laughs> it takes for those Spanish speakers out there. It's <laughs> media noche. <laughs> media noche. It takes yeah, midnight, great. right? That's what that yeah. is. Yeah. So midnight. But it was just such a such a good beer. Like. The base, base medianoche, as Jerry would like me to say it, was 
I think it was like a 15% stout, barrel-aged stout, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So good. I mean, really sweet, just because once you get up to that high of ABV, it's going to be a sweet stout. But then they added coconut on top of that, and it was just... Probably the first time in my beer drinking career I've ever been happy with a six-ounce pour. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, I think they were pointing the six-ounce pours, and that's definitely all you needed. It's not even right how a brewery can make put up this kind of quality beer and so many of them. Look at this freaking Spider-Man up in this. He's climbing. Look at him. Maybe an orange. <laughs> <laughs> There's a miniature, sp- I mean, mini, mini spider about the size of an ant. He's waving. Is it miniature? Co- coming down from my no, he's going chandelier. He's going back and up. Jeremiah just named him Medianoche. When I think miniature, I think s- a smaller version of something that's normally bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular sized spider for whatever species it is, right? It's not miniature. That's almost insulting. You should. You should. Uh, this is an ant spider. <laughs> <laughs> it might an have ant, an ant. That's smaller than an ant. Larger than this spider. Look at him go. Watch this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jerry just blew him for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's living up He's living up in your chandelier. If you look up in your chandelier, it's a bunch of bunch of freaking webs. He wants to swing from the chandelier here. The chandelier here. <laughs> I think it's pronounced chandelier. Oh, okay. I was just trying to say chandelier. As the Who's Sia? We discussed this <laughs> on the last <laughs> show, didn't we? <laughs> Our first callback. <laughs> wow, episode two, and we're already making callbacks. Yeah, that's huh? pretty good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that we called back Sia because, like, none of us listen to Sia. <laughs> We've never spoken about Sia other than on this podcast. Sia, you come on the podcast, and then we'll start listening to music. <laughs> But she is more than welcome to come swing from my chandelier. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to hold her. Yeah, that's almost... We can reinforce it. That spider's now nicknamed Sia instead of Medianoche. <laughs> it's Medianoche the spider. All right, All right. fine. Sia swings from the chandeliers and Medianoche lives in it. <laughs> I think I think uh, it's time for the next beer. Next beer is going to be the Rice Plum goes. So this can is super similar to the to the bramble can. Zach has just poured the last drops of bramble sour into his palm. I'm always interested to see what that last little bit of sediment tastes like. He loves what fruited like. sediment. I do. I really do. That was amazing. It's always a little bit chalky, but it's it's tasty, and it makes your stomach hurt. So that's a plus. <laughs> makes me feel alive. This freaking guy. Jeremiah's really concerned about Medianoche. He was cli- he was climbing up back to the chandelier. Now he's descended back, where is clo- he? hovering right hovering here. the table. Oh my god! There he is. He's literally just dangling right above my water. He wants to be a star. This is one of those spiders that you eat like seven of a year or whatever they say. Rice plum goes a number seventy three of no, uh, one hundred new beers for Wildworks. Coming in at 4.8% ABV. This was canned on July 6th, 2018. So if any like super hardcore craft beer people are listening to this, they're probably like, ah, these noobs drinking four-month-old beers. Just completely pathetic. But you know what? We keep our beer cold, and it's okay. <laughs> Still tastes good. Well, also, we had one of these the other day. And I think it tastes better than the first time we had it. Yeah, actually, we were discussing this before the show, and 
I agree with Jerry because we first had this beer pretty, pretty quick or quick pretty soon after they released it. Yeah, and to us, it seems like it's developed a little bit in the can. The plum comes through more. Yeah, and I, we both agree that it tastes better now than it did a month or so ago. So well, let's see how this can goes. Maybe that was just a, a fluke can, a miracle can, Maybe as they call them. Canning <laughs> variations, who knows? But anyway. It's all beer. It's not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> this one smells good too. All the nose on all the Weldworks spirits are really, really nice. This one also has like a minerally vitamin taste or smell to it, but it, the plum comes through first. It does, and it's almost like a cotton candy-ish. Yeah, like I can definitely yeah, smell that. Smell some cotton candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I was interesting. As soon as you said it, like as soon as you said, it, I was like, that's the smell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there there was something really familiar right in the tip of the old tongue there. Oh, it's, it smells like fresh cotton candy, like they just whirled it on your like, little stick. Like you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what kind of cotton candy you get? He's like, come here, boy, I'm going to get you some cotton candy. <laughs> you got to be careful around those carnies, buddy. <laughs> come here, boy, give me that stick so I can whirl some cotton candy on it. <laughs> Jesus. It smells so good, though. Yeah, this. I don't know how the smell keeps getting better and better on them. I mean, you do. You get a little. You you can get a hint of salinity, like a little bit of salt. Yeah. But like also cotton candy. It's crazy. This one smells. I think I like the key lime the most, but this one's so good. This one smells really. Do you smell like a like distant like a distant tequila? I I just took a whiff of agave. I mean, yeah, I could get a little bit of agave. It's agave. I kind of see that. Hmm. It's like the sugar in the in the tequila. Yeah, I'm glad to know I'm not 100 percent crazy. That's just your breath, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I pre-gamed with a lot of tequila before I came. In. I just went in for a sip, and it's much more dry than comes off in the nose. The nose is super sweet, like a sweet cotton candy, but it doesn't come across sweet at all on on the palate. You know, but if they called it cotton candy, I would be like, yeah, I can I can see it. You do get the coriander. It is brewed with coriander. It's um, rice plum goza. It's brewed with flaked rice, plum puree, salt, and coriander. Hmm. That's really nice, dude. Oh, man. This yeah. one's much less sweet than the Key Lime Berliner. Oh, yeah. But it's still got enough sweetness to carry it through. It's like, yeah, like you said. The, it's salinity, the salt balances it out. Well, the salt helps it cut out. like right, right. makes it dry at the end on like, the, uh, the bramble we had where yeah. it carried on. Mm-hmm. And which is nice though, because it makes you kind of want to go in for another sip, and I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just this this one you can kick back and just drink all day. It's just such a good beer. These three beers that we've had are like ultimate refreshers. <laughs> like you could just sit on a hot summer day and and have these all day long. And they're not high enough to maybe be that they're not going to destroy you. That would be a great day too. They're all in pint cans too. I should say <laughs> Weldworks cans all of their beers in pint cans, as far as I know. Now, best way to do it. Yeah, they do their they do their special tea releases and bombers. Plums, mm. big big plum guy. Can you feel it, Zach? All the way down in my plums. You can feel it deep down. Yeah, let the juices. <laughs> I think I'll just have a sip and let the juices flow right down my chin. <laughs> down in my plums. <laughs> special Get two plums for one. Getting hot and swollen. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna have no idea what the heck we're talking about with that. You can you can pause <laughs> this podcast right now on your phone, or you're most likely listening to it on your phone. But if not, go.
go to YouTube and search Will Ferrell Eastbound and Down Eastbound and Down outtakes. And and you're welcome. Evans Evans reminding us that we already mentioned this video. Check the tapes. Well, okay. If, so check the tapes. If that's the case, I'll cut it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> if that's the case, we know you haven't looked it up yet. And now We're doubling down. we are requiring you <laughs> to look up this yeah. video before you continue on. Do not podcast. ever listen to our podcast again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if you don't listen to those outtakes. Actually, you know what? If anyone's listening this far into our podcast and they're not our family or like our moms or wives, <laughs> then good on these people. Please like <laughs> keep e- listening. Like email us or DM us and tell us that you're li- oh, you yeah. made it this far because I, I'd be impressed. I think I might have just killed Medianoche. No, 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 no. He's right here. <laughs> he freaking shot a web at me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Media. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah just started aggressively swiping at his brow, <laughs> thinking that Medianoche landed on his forehead. <laughs> poor poor Medianoche is now toying with Jeremiah. <laughs> Where, where'd he go? <laughs> there he's back. Yeah. What a scum. Oh, you got him back to his home base. I like him. He's here to stay. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> if he keeps getting testy, we'll have to squish his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah claims that this ant-sized spider is shooting webs at him. <laughs> I felt something on my brow. It's paranoia. Yeah. It's, that's what's on your brow. Could you picture this as a Gatorade flavor? Because I think it'd be the best Gatorade flavor. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's got a little bit of yellow Gatorade flavor. That's my favorite one. Totally. Yeah. Totally yellow Gatorade, but like carbonated and with a little bit of plum on the end. Yeah, a little alcohol yeah. too. Gatorade Goza, make it happen. Well, works. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> somebody Ooh, should do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. The light blue. That'd yeah, be awesome. The light blue, dude. Yeah, I'm about it. If yeah. somebody can brew me a light blue Gatorade beer, I will buy cases. Dude, that would be amazing. Oh, we have the technology. Not us. <laughs> somebody else has the technology. Yeah. Oh, we should. By the way, Evan and I brewed this weekend. We brewed a stout. Oh yeah. It was like the first time we had brewed in years. So we went to our local homebrew shop, Southwest Grape and Grain. Really super nice guys over there. If you're in Albuquerque, I'm sure you know of Southwest Grape and Grain because I think they're one of the only homebrew shops in the city now. One of two. But anyway, super, super nice guys. They just moved into the space earlier this year, I think. And they just opened up... um, a tap system so they have like 20 20 beer local beers on tap and then they have a couple spots open because they're opening up their own little brew house in the brew shop to brew their own stuff and then have on tap there so yeah super nice dudes very helpful um especially since we hadn't brewed in so long like they were able to help us out and really nice guys so go check them out if you're in the albuquerque area i think we're gonna add like a really stupid healthy amount of toasted coconut to it as well so that should be good we'll see how it turns out you guys should also add blue Gatorade to it. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have six gallons of this stout. What I'm thinking about doing is pulling a gallon out, soak some okay. oak chips and bourbon for about two weeks, well, yeah, and put yeah, that in the beer with a little special edition of the... What's the good? name of it? You gotta, special edition. You got to tell people the name. The na- <laughs> and you got to tell the story. So the name of the beer, it's a fantastic name. It's called <laughs> the Lonely Pellet. 
because we only added we only added one one uh, <laughs> ounce of fuggle hops, <laughs> and they all dissipated really quickly into the to the boil. But then there was one little lonely hop, like <laughs> lonely little hop pellet on the top floating around. So Evan joked around and said, "Oh, it's a lonely little pellet," and I was like, "Dude, that's the perfect name for this beer, the lonely pellet." What a great name! It's <laughs> a horrible stout name, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Very inspirational. laughs> All right, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. It's the perfect time for a break. So, just to recap, we've had we started with the key lime pie Berliner, moved on to the brambleberry sour, and we just finished up the rice plum goza, all from Weldworks Brewing Company in Greeley, Colorado. Next in the lineup, Blackberry Cobbler Berliner. Hell yeah. Another one from Weldworks. This one is brewed. It's a kettle soured wheat ale um, brewed with blackberry puree, vanilla, graham cracker, and lactose. So, like the key lime, it's got all the same ingredients aside from they've subbed the key lime for the blackberry puree. Number 98. Oh, two more away. Number 98 of 100 for Weldworks. Can they do it? <laughs> they, already, they already did. Uh, and it's 4.5%. They beat their timeline by like three months. Yeah, they were way ahead. They were even doing spaghetti gozas. <laughs> like Abomination. Still wish I could have tried that. Beer. We'll talk about that beer now. Because, it. I mean, I hated it. <laughs> but I have to say I respected it so much because it tasted so much like spaghetti. It was crazy. I just got a little sample. I gave it a it. couldn't do a full glass of it. I'm with Matt on that one. Did not like the flavor of it. I gave it five stars on the tap though because they were they executed that thing to a T. Like it, it tasted exactly like yeah. spaghetti. It was crazy. I would have loved it. It's an abomination that shouldn't exist. <laughs> That's that's the issue here. It's like if you said you were going to set out and make a machine that kills children. And you went out and you made a machine that kills children, and it did an excellent job at it. Well, you did a good job at it, but you should have never done that. You should never have done that. You have to say, though, it did taste exactly like... Yes, so it was quality, good. Quality wise, it was good. It was good. Five out of five. Yeah, what they said it was going to be, it was exactly that. It's just that it was an abomination. But you don't like tomato stuff. Well, it's not true. I mean, it is mostly true, but it's not entirely true. Because I love tomato juice. Jerry, I don't think even you could get through a full glass of this. It's too much. Like, all we had was like, like what, four ounces? And we shared it between the table. (laughs) We had it on tap. We had it on tap. So it was fresh from the brewery. And, man. It was an abomination, but it was <laughs> it was exactly what they were going for. So respect to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip of the cap, we'll, you uh, child killers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's talk about the beer we just poured. Huh? So this one looks pretty. It looks pretty similar to the bramble yeah. berry. Col- yeah, color's almost identical. Color's almost identical. It's a little more not muddy, but yeah, I it was, yeah, I guess it's a little cloudy. It's harder to see through. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. not as clear as the black. The bramble berry wasn't. Entirely clear either. 
It's slightly cloudy. I agitated it, but when when I do, it does the head does retain for longer than all the the, the three beers we had before this. A good five fingers of head in this one. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a very very small head. <laughs> I get more graham cracker on the nose with this one. Yeah, for sure, more graham cracker for sure, and then the hint of vanilla. But it's just you can just smell the blackberry. It's like blackberry sherbet. Like, it's got that sherbet quality just like the key lime does. Such a good beer. This is probably the best, the most balanced beer we've had, I think. It hits it hits every single <coughs> flavor. You get the blackberry, you get the vanilla, you get the milk, sugar, lactose, and you get the graham cracker all in the same sip. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, this and they're all like prominent flavors. They're not like it's not like a small hint. They're no. and they're all equally balanced. Yeah, they there's don't. Not, there's one doesn't take away from the other. One doesn't overpower. They're all really equal and they all balance out really well. I think that's why I like it so much. The vanilla comes through throughout the beer, even though it just you can pick it out, but it it's there throughout the beer. There's something to this one that leaves my tongue feeling a little bit numb. Well, <laughs> maybe this is, our, this is our sixth issue. beer, so <laughs> that might have something to do with it. I got medical issues. When you think about a traditional Berliner, you think just like so puckering sour, like it's. What, what was that word? S- puckering. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it's so puckering good. It's <laughs> a bloody puckering beer. Puckering love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But like you think of it being so sour that you need to add, you know, some Woodruff like syrup to it because it's that's what it's intended to be. But this one's not overwhelming, overwhelmingly sour. Um, it's got a nice sourness to it, but the vanilla and the lactose and the graham cracker balance it all out. I think it's, yeah, this one actually might be the best one. Anybody listening to this podcast on a consistent basis will soon find that Jerry thinks that every beer he tries is is one of the best he's had, or it's in his top five. That's not true. It's true. Wildworks is a special. Is this in your top five? Exception. Medianoche has made his way close to me now. Yeah, he's, he's hovering around me now. Yeah, he's about to bite your ass. Look at it go. Well, part of me was blowing him towards you. Though. He's he's hovering ab- above the veggie straws. Welcome back to the Spider Commentary Podcast. <laughs> Where we follow the life of Media Noche, our chandelier spider. I love this guy. I wanted to kill him at first, but he's really grown on me. <laughs> Did he fall? <laughs> no. I, p- <laughs> I picked Media Noche up on the little uh, nerf, the nerf. Um, you fucking killed him, nerf dude. bullet. And I was trying to put him back on the chandelier, and I cut his web off, <laughs> and he fell into the fall. He's <laughs> dead now, straws. dude. There's no way he could live that fall. Medianoche. <laughs> we'll be seeing you later. Wait, see ya? <laughs> see ya? <laughs> see ya? <laughs> you later? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That was amazing. That was genius. The most genius thing I've ever seen. See ya. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> In oh <laughs> See you again. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that did, oh, but wow. See ya. If you want to jump in our bowl of vegetable <laughs> straws, you too. <laughs> Can we <laughs> just give her thing. inspiration for her next music video? Veggie She's going to have a lot of veggie straws and like a pool of veggie straws to jump into. And spiders oh, in there. You're welcome. You're roofs. welcome, Sia. How do we get yeah. this idea to her? 
oh man, just through this podcast, organically, it should reach. <laughs> <laughs> through the right. We <laughs> shouldn't have to worry about how fate's going to play this one out. Yeah. Let the Sia Nation go to work. <laughs> We're going to have to start promoting this podcast to Sia followers. <laughs> Facebook targeted ads. <laughs> what the hell is it? They're talking about a spider and naming, <laughs> naming it Sia because it's on a chandelier. Uh, oh, man. What is the next beer on the list here, bud? Double Dry Hop IPA. The Juicy Bits, which is... You know, the world-renowned Wild Works Juicy Bits New England-style IPA, but this one is double dry hopped. And guess with what hop? Citra. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jer- <laughs> Jerry, whis- Jerry whispered it for you. Mosaic. <laughs> We're rolling this can. Let's roll on. Mosaic is one of Ed- Evan's favorite hops, if not his favorite. This beer speaks to me because my... Instagram handle is Mosaic DDH Matt. So this this is my beer. So Juicy Bits is a New England style IPA brewed with Citra, El Dorado, and um, this one is double dry hopped with Mosaic hops. So ABV is six point eight. ABV is six point eight percent. Ooh, a, a tremendous open. Ooh, Juicy Bits. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely smells juicy. Wow. You can smell the juices. Yeah. That's mosaic, all right. Ooh. Little haze, golden. If anybody doesn't know, mosaic actually derives from citra. Oh, sorry, correction. Simcoe. Some describe it as c- citra on steroids, but it derives from Simcoe. It's like a light yellow. It's not it's not super hazy. It's not super turbid, like yeah. like orange juice, pulp. Like it's more it's more of a clear yellow. This one this head just dissipated really quickly. Light carbonation. It's got some really small bubbles. Man, this smells so juicy. I don't get any hops. Really, I get. I definitely get hops, but it not not the like usual not, not bitter bitter hops. Yeah. I mean, you get tons of hops. It's not a bitter hop. I, li- I this is the kind of IPA I like. <coughs> I don't like the bitter. I like the juicy hops. It's really soft. A lot of a uh, lot of mango. A lot of people get blueberry from those. They get a little bit of blueberry. I'm about the haze. The haze craze is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Jesus. Zach just poured a little bit of the end, and it, I just heard, like, splashes of <laughs> Yeah, there was chunks <laughs> that literally, chunks of sediment that dropped out of this one. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. Yeah, look at that. I did not anticipate that. Wow. wow. We could, that is a lot of sediment. We could ferment another beer with that yeast. No problem. That's crazy. Dude, that is milky. Look at the beer now. That's almost disgusting. Let's see how it tastes. The beer's a little muddy. He's going in for a sip. Still great. <laughs> a little bit of chalkiness to it. Uh, can pick up some yeasty flavors. <laughs> but overall, not bad. It's, it's like a hyper-hazy IPA. Hyper-hazy. See, that's Ooh. that's an extremely turbid-looking IPA there. Concoction. Did you roll it? I rolled it, but you know, it's a couple months it old, so it's got... It's got a lot of sediment on the bottom. <laughs> Zach's just playing around with the yeast. So sorry. <laughs> That's what we're calling now. Playing around with his yeast. Zach loves playing around with his yeast. Through Tinder, so this was another. This yeast. was another can. Did you hear what he said? I missed it. I missed it. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'll listen to it on the podcast. Oh <laughs> that works. Yeah. We'll have to play it back. He just talked about his yeast. Uh, okay. Maybe I won't listen to that. Oh, God. Okay. Right. So next up, we have Weldworks. On the bottom of the can, it says lactose overdosed. This is their evil pastry stout factory. It's a milk stout brewed with lactose, obviously, then it would be a milk stout, peanut flour, maple syrup, and vanilla. They like that lactose-vanilla combo. I do, too. You know, for some reason, I really <laughs> like that they added the word factory to the end of that beer name there. Is that? Yeah, the can's super cool. It's like, uh, it just looks like a skyline of a city with like this billowing dark smoke coming from it. Like it's an evil stout factory. <laughs> <laughs> Like you see around those evil stout factories. Yeah, it does have that. Yeah, but it's cool. Very excited to try this beer. I don't think I've had many Wildwork stouts. I think I've only had the oatmeal pie, and I think I, I don't think I tried Mezzanacher actually. actually much. Kind of breaks my heart. So we're all pouring now. Stark brown. Yeah, this is. It looks like a like a cold brew coffee color. Dude, the peanut butter. Yeah, you get a ton oh, of peanut butter yeah. on the nose. <laughs> oh man. Not a whole lot of not a whole lot of maple, maybe a little bit, but not a sweet maple. I get coffee. Yeah, there's coffee. Definitely. Coffee. There's peanut like butter a there's sure. a slight yeah. hint of maple on the very end, but it's not it's not that sweet on the nose. I'm trying to think if it smells like strong peanut butter or is it just kinda like peanuts? Almost just straight up peanuts. Huh. Not gonna lie, I just smelled my mic instead of my beer on accident. <laughs> 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 I was like, <laughs> He's like, Oh, it smells like Peanuts. Mm, like not, it smells not like a microphone. <laughs> not getting much here. Uh, I had a sip, and it's interesting. It's very thin. It's super thin first out. Yeah. It's kind of nice, actually. I don't mind it's that. It's real light. Light body. The maple comes through a lot more in the, in the taste. Yeah, it's got a sweet finish, for it's sure. It's much sweeter in the, t- in the taste than uh, in the flavor than on the nose. I kind of like this because it's like, after all the beers we've had, it's not like a heavy stout it's kind of like a light stout, which, I mean, it doesn't contrast well, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not... Yeah, I mean, after all the beers that we've had, it's not jumping straight into, like, a really heavy stout. Yeah. It's a light... Uh, what's ABV on this, by the way? 6.5. 6.5%. I'm wondering if we opened it a little too early, if we should have let it warm up a little bit. It just... It drinks really thin. I'm not a huge fan of how thin it is, honestly. I think if it was... If it had a thicker mouthfeel and a better body to it, it might complement the sweetness a little bit better, but it just kind of feels like a sweet... It's like got like a cola texture to it. It's like thin. Yeah, that's That is call. a good description, uh, but that part actually doesn't really bother me all that much. I'm enjoying this one. It's pretty good. It's not off-putting. It's just I when I'm drinking a stout, I want, I want it to lay a little heavier than this one. Porter-like viscosity to this yeah, one. Yeah, more porter-like, yeah. This one, yeah, for sure. I kind of wish this had more peanut butter taste to it. Like it really, it, it smells like on like on the nose. I like guess it is super. It's peanut flour, right? Um, so I, I kind of get that flavor a lot. But well, I mean, I think the reason why brewers a lot of a lot of the time like to use peanut flour is because they don't want all those excess oils from peanut actual yeah. peanut butter in their beer. So that's, that's the reason for them using peanut flour. But it's you don't get that you don't get as much peanut in the flavor as you do on the nose. It's kind of. The peanut is dominated by the maple sweetness, in my opinion. It's good. I just, yeah. I wish it had either more. I, I wish it was a little thicker, 
or it had more peanut flavor. It's definitely coffee on the nose, but I don't taste a whole lot of coffee flavor in it. I think it would work well with a little more coffee taste to it. Still really so enjoying this beer. Still a, it's still a really tasty beer, but yeah. you know we're being nitpicky because all these other beers that we've had have been so good. Just phenomenal. Well, yeah. And this is a good beer. It is a good beer. It's just kind of, I don't know, I just kinda, there's something I wish it had more. It's a good stout. It is. But for the other styles of beers that they put out, they're like super good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're opening up our last beer of the night. It's the Coffee French Toast Stout. So this is uh, a milk stout. It's brewed with maple syrup, cinnamon, medianoche barrel-aged Peruvian coffee, vanilla, and lactose. 7.1%. I didn't realize it had that. Peruvian barrel aged coffee in it. That is this one you can smell the coffee. Yeah, a lot sure. of coffee on this nose. You can't really smell the cinnamon, but on the first taste I got a punch of cinnamon. I guess I think I get a little bit of cinnamon on the nose. Oh, but yeah, when you sit that you do get a ton of cinnamon. You get a lot. You get the maple for sure. It's kinda got that same body to it as the last one. It's it might be a little bit thicker, but it's still pretty thin for stout, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. I wish I had less cinnamon. I like cinnamon, but I only like a touch of it. I don't like it. That's the first thing I get. So I'm, I can almost guarantee this is, I'm sure, the same base beer as the Evil Pastry Stout. They just kind of split the batch, and they added cinnamon and barrel-aged coffee to this one. No, i got to say, it's going to be really hard to rank these beers. Oh, really? To, to pick my favorite. Or will it be easy? Nope, <laughs> it won't. <laughs> well, we had G's. We had... Two, four, six, seven, seven well works. We'll go ahead and rank them, Jerry. Let's get your your thoughts for the night, or do you need a moment? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll do top three, our top three favorites. Top three beers. I'm probably going to go ahead and go with my number three as the rice plum goes. I just loved how you can smell the cotton candy. Yeah. You can taste the cotton candy even though it's like the plum comes through. It's just, that was a great beer. Yeah. Um, second favorite was the Ramble. Uh, held up well. I love raspberries and blackberries. Those are like my two favorite go-tos in beer. And that one tasted delicious. And then the first was the cobbler. No surprise Black to anybody. Blackberry cobbler. The blackberry cobbler. Yeah. yeah. That, that one just, that was my most balanced beer of the night. Um, you can taste the graham cracker, the, the cobbler. It it was just, it was an amazing beer. It's one of my favorites from work for sure. Yeah. For my top three, I'm going to have to go with the Key Lime Pie Berliner, number three. Just fantastic, complex, yet very drinkable uh, experience, really. A, a pleasure to drink. Hopefully, we'll meet again. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope. I know Weldworks has brewed it before this 100 Beer Quest thing, so I hope they continue to brew it because that beer is just so good. Oh, yeah. And I hope, I you, I, I hope if you're listening, you've either tried it or you get the chance to try it. That's the fear when they're brewing so many. Man, I hope they bring a lot of these back. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's such a hard thing, too, because it's like, when do you, like, at what point do you bring certain beers back? Obviously, you get a response and you know what people like, but you got to stop at some point. You can't, you know, you can't bring 75 of them back, you know, so. But pro- major props to Worlds for, like, setting out on that quest. And, and honestly, they did such a good job in getting what they were going for in each and every one of their beers because they all tasted like the title. There's no false advertising going on. Not at all. Oh, number two is going to be the Mosaic Double Dry Hop. Ah, juicy bits the there. Juicy mm. bits. Ah, that's just a, a, a good hazy right there. Uh, fantastic. Hazy. Oh, man. It's uh, really not bitter at all, which you wouldn't really expect in a hazy, but just a delight to drink, I'd say. Again, more, more just just joy. That's, a, that's, a, that's what you experience <laughs> with Wildworks here. 
Yeah, but uh, my number one beer of the night is going to be that Brambleberry Sour. Oh, all the raspberries and blackberries coming through on that one. That one is just intense. Oh, it's lovely. Brambles made all of our top three. Evan, we're going to let Evan give his top three as well because he shared these beers with us. Number three, Mosaic Double Dry Hop. Solid beer, good hop flavor, uh, not over bitterness, uh, just a solid beer all around. Number two, French Toast Coffee Stout. Good flavor, good stout. I'm into stouts right now. The cinnamon comes in, coffee comes in, maple, all of it, everything they advertise. That's what you get. Uh, Number one. Blackberry Cobbler, just best beer I've ever had from Worldworks. It's, so it's it is the best. Again, everything that they advertise in it, that's what you get. Uh, Blackberry comes right up front, all the way through. Yeah. Good stuff. It's just, it's just the the balance on that beer is just insane. It's just so yeah. Good. The Blackberry Cobbler is. I mean that honestly, that could have been my beer of the night. It was really a tie between that and the Kino. I don't. I don't think there was a wrong choice. Like I think if you liked a little no, bit of peanut butter, was, you would take the choice. Stout Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's three more that I feel bad for not putting in my top three. Basically. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like the the stouts were they were very good stouts, but they they weren't in my top three. And the and the juicy bits. I mean, they're that's such a classic beer for them, and that's their flagship beer, and especially this one being Mosaic Double Dry Hop. That I mean. Such a great, great beer, and mosaic shined all the way through that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, you you could have put any three in the top three because yeah, I don't think we could have argued any three that you picked because there were so many delicious beers in this lineup. I'm extremely mad at myself for not including coffee French toast out in my lineup. I'm extremely mad at myself for not including the the, <laughs> the plum goes. Yeah, I know the plum goes. didn't Black get any love in the top three aside from Jerry, but that one was really good. Yeah, so I think the top two beers that we all decided, Brambleberry was in all of our top three, and then the Blackberry Cobbler was in three of three of the four yeah. top and threes. Yeah, and could have easily been in my top three. Yeah. Just phenomenal, all of these beers. So <laughs> either way, look out for either, I mean, literally, I mean, if you see any Weldworks, buy it. Like, you should definitely try anything from them because they kill it. Top five. Brewery. <laughs> Of course, it makes Jerry's top five. No, but really, it would take it would make my top five. Yeah, it's it's so really good. that good of a brewery. I think there's only one brewery I like more than Wellworks. Black Project for me, but Black Project. man, I Wellworks is just great. Yeah, and part of that is accessibility. It's hard to get your hands in some other stuff. But this Wellworks is has no weaknesses when it comes to to, to brewing any specific style. No, and I love they that they take chances. Well. I love that they they do different things. They like take chances and they. It's, it's, but it's not even that they take chances. They do it. They do it so well. It's like, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you do whatever you want to do because you know it's going to be good. There's a lot open to them. They can make any sort of abomination spaghetti goes that they want <laughs> and pull it off. Well, thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Beer for Thought. Beer for Thought. Hopefully, this one sounds better than the first, and hopefully, we're improving and retaining your uh, your listenership. I promise, well, I can't I can't promise, but I can almost guarantee you that Sia will not be brought up again. <laughs> and the mm. fact that she was brought up twice is sort of concerning. <laughs> but <laughs> but if if you but tune in to episode three because if we name drop Sia She's gonna be on the podcast. She might day. make it to the podcast. She will. Oh yeah. Well no. yeah. Three podcasts in a row. She's you know gotta what? show up. See us so off. I think she would totally be down for that. Like she'd be like, I don't know anything about beer, but I'm down. <laughs> <laughs>
See, yeah, we're we're extremely awesome. <laughs> we have so many chandeliers. <laughs> I bought this house less than a year ago, and there is a lot of chandeliers in this house. So we just haven't gotten around to replacing. See, ya, it's meant to be. Come on. <laughs> yeah, see ya. You're looking to swing for chandeliers. I got plenty of chandeliers for you to swing from. So come on down, and we got you hooked up. Don't you? Don't you? Worry. No shortage of chandeliers in this household. All right, see ya. All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See ya. Cheers. Till the last drop. good stories of stuff that happened to you over the weekend over this weekend yeah it's only tuesday stories stories not meant for the podcast yes <laughs> yes they are no they're not this story <laughs> made this was it a tinderella oh i'm not gonna say anything on the matter <laughs> you're gonna must, have to talk to my lawyers must have been one of uh, zach's tinderellas you must have shown him a good time no i don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have I must have given another go of beating. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you better edit that out, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He said, talk what? to my lawyers. <laughs> my God. Must be starting with <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in for the Patreon. Outtakes for our first five Patreon subscribers. <laughs> for all our parents, they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs>